Hello, everyone! Welcome back for another Kane Triple Helix podcast. Happy New Year! My name is Joseph Lycath, currently the treasurer of Kane Triple Helix. Some fun facts about myself. I am a math education major at Kane University. I am in my junior year. I am also a member of the Catholic Newman, Tutors, and STEM Educators Clubs. My hobbies include watching and critiquing movies, playing video games, going for runs, going to the gym, listening and playing music, among other great activities. Today is Monday, January 14th. I will be talking to you about the ocean's pollution, how it affects the world's cleanup system, and what we can do to help solve this issue. Talking about this reminds me of a movie I saw. The recent release of the box office hit Aquaman captivated audiences throughout the world. However, upon doing research online, no one who saw the movie seems to be talking about the message of pollution contaminating our world today. What can be done about this? Well, according to Laurel Hammers of Science News Online, there are four ways to tackle ocean pollution besides the ocean cleanup's broken system. She cites Ericsson et al. 2014, where they talk about how plastic in the world's oceans is climbing over 5 trillion pieces and weighing at least 250 tons. The task of cleaning the world's pollution is no simple feat, and it is going to take the hearts and minds of every individual to properly dispose trash. One major concern of organizations such as the Dutch Ocean Cleanup Service is that marine wildlife could be put in grave danger. According to a study cited by author Carolyn Gremling, ocean cleanup's method of using large nets to collect pollution has not produced helpful results. This beta test launched by scientists on September 7, 2018 has seen the rise of dead marine life being pulled in with the pollution. It was conducted using 600 meter long booms, the nets used to tackle trash accumulation. Four months later, it is reported to still be incredibly difficult to filter out the waste from the wildlife. Factors for this include the extreme weather patterns, change in wind speeds and currents, as well as the continuing threat of poor recycling skills from the surface world. This could not be made any clearer. As previously stated, 5 trillion pieces of plastic need to be removed from the ocean. There are four approaches to seeing success against this problem. Number one, start by collecting trash from rivers and streams before they enter into the ocean. One such method which avoids directly hurting wildlife is the installation of Mr. Trash Wheel debuting in 2014 in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, you heard me right, Mr. Trash Wheel. What Mr. Trash Wheel does is stops garbage floating down nearby rivers from entering nearby, according to Creative Commons author Matthew Belmere. This water wheel eats the trash and deposits it in a dumpster where it is properly disposed. Sources for error include that it is controlled by a person operating the machine. It has to maintain a certain surface level in order to avoid making direct contact with the marine wildlife before below. As a result, there needs to be someone responsible for tracking the wildlife surrounding these water wheel machines. The second task to fighting back against this pollution issue is by going to the shorelines and removing plastic from there. According to the U.S. National Association and Atmospheric Administration, the Marine Debris Program has collected and properly disposed more than 450 tons of garbage from the Alaskan shoreline alone since 2006. A way of assisting in this endeavor is to search for services who collect debris washed onto the beach shorelines. One such example is the Five Gyres Institute located in Los Angeles, California, still working on the beaches there today. 
The third alternative to cutting down on ocean pollution is by imposing regulations. 127 countries have already had a rise in bans over plastic straws and grocery bags for single use only, to be later properly disposed according to the UN Environment Program. Those bans prohibit the garbage from spreading to the ocean. The imposed regulations also tackle something which the ocean cleanup system does not, and that is microplastics. They are tiny fragments which harm the health of people and other animals when they get contaminated in daily supplies such as food and water. Lastly, Laurel Hammers suggests that we rethink the cycle. One fact about, pra pra about plastic is that if disposed properly, it can be reduced, reused, and recycled again and again. The method used to approach this is called extended producer responsibility. What it entails for companies which make plastic produ products is to have a cost for proper diagnose, for proper di disposal to the public as well. Also, using one type of plastic instead of a combination of plastics prevents the excessive usage of recycling separation. People working for the fishing industry also play a major role in keeping the oceans clean. It is their responsibility to retrieve old nets or fines will be placed on them. Giving a financial reason for people to stay green and clean will help our world in the fight against pollution. If you'd like to learn more about this topic and other Science Daily News, please feel free to check out sciencenews.org as well as the links below this Anchor podcast. That's all for now. Please feel free to share this podcast with friends and family if you enjoyed listening to it. Kane Triple Helix is also available to reach out to on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for watching and listening. Hope you all have a great new year.